Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. Hello, hello. How are y'all? I'm back. And Bradford's back. Yay. Yay. I'm back. Did you miss me? No? Well, tough. I'm back. I missed you. Oh, but but you have terrible aim. That's true. I do. So, I mean. Yeah. Just I, keep. I, I miss you with everything I throw. Just keep trying, slugger. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're back. And uh, Angela is, I don't know if she was, were you sick last week? Um, I think I was starting to get a little stuffy, but I wasn't dying yet. Well, she died last week and she's back now. Coming back. Crawling out zombie Angela, zombie Angela. Yeah. And zombie. I don't know. And yes, you still sound like you're. I'm not as dead as I was. That's right. (laughs) I mean, it's better. (laughs) You are. You do sound better. But yes. So she's, she's on her way out. Hopefully, hopefully I missed the window of. Of illness. I think you did. That's right. That means you get to do all the talking. Today. Oh, good. Good. That's that's what everybody hopes for. Well, you got to make up for last week. I talked in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, what do we have coming up? I actually don't know what the date is for the next Pendulum Party, though I know it does have a date. August 25th. There you go. August 25th is our next Pendulum Party. So that's like only a few weeks away. Holy shit. Wait. That's yeah. like... Less than a month away. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Holy smokes. Okay. Yeah. So August 25th, next pendulum party. Be there or be square. Um, or, you know, be square. That's okay. There's safe judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of square myself, to be honest. I mean, you can also be there and be square. That's right. It's that kind of party. Looking forward to that. Uh, I'm assuming tickets will go on sale pretty soon if it's only... Uh, if it's only a month, I'm gonna have a look see, a see if they're up already because it might be. I, I have not looked, but let's see if they are. Tickets are up. Holy smokes! Yes. So Wait. go to oursecretspot.com.au and get your tickets if you're interested in that. I will also put a link on our website before this episode goes live. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. cool. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you all there. Let us know if you go. You know, we love to see you. Uh, if you want to chat with us on a day-to-day basis, you can support us at any level on patreon.com slash by the by podcast, and you will be linked in. We definitely love, it's one of those great things. When I was traveling on the road, it was nice to kind of pop in and see my little community of people. So yeah, yeah we love it. And then November 8th to 13th coming up soon. Yes. I mean, that is, that's not too far around mm-hmm. the corner. That's not too far around the corner. 
That is right. It's our Escape to the Tropics that we are partnering with the lovely humans, Ray and Jackie, over at Exclusively RHP. Uh, so sexy, they continually are getting their Instagram uh, <laughs> account banned or shadow banned or blocked or whatever Instagram does nowadays. But yes, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be sexy. So we uh, hope to see you there. All you have to do is reach out to us or Ray and Jackie on Exclusively RHP and uh, ask for more details. Yeah. There's already a really good crew and I'm so excited to to just be there with everybody. Me too. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it? Is that everything? I feel like that might be everything. That's all know. the upcoming stuff. All right, cool. Yes. Pippin agrees. Yes, he does. He's squeaking in agreement. That's right. Though the creature that he is disemboweling. Let me just say, I don't want to be a, I don't want to come back as a squeak toy. Uh, no, I don't think so. He's bad enough with him and I've seen dogs that are worse. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like the surgical precision. Anyway. So what are we talking about tonight? So we're going to uh, kind of go through something we haven't done in a very long time. Okay. Because we were, I don't know if it was you and I, it could have been me and Kobe and Judy. I don't know. I was talking with somebody recently about swinging terms. Okay. And they were fairly new to the like lifestyle. Terms and conditions? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Did you check part three, article A? Yeah, did you read the fine print? Did you read the fine print? Uh, but no, like like words, terms, things that we in... Here's one of them, the lifestyle, dun, tend, dun, dun. tend to use. And we f- sometimes forget that people who are new to things don't necessarily know exactly what we're talking about. You can usually figure it out by context, but sometimes it's nice just to have these things defined and to know what do they mean. Yeah. And granted, some of the, the nuances can change depending on where you are, like, you know, regionally and, and whatnot. But overall, I'd say they're pretty standard terms. So we're just going to go through some of the, the words and the terms that are used and define them. And then you're going to use them in a sentence for everybody oh, out there. Good. I like sentences. Uh-huh. You sentence good? <laughs> 30, 30 years to life. Uh-huh. So the first one, let's just start off with the obvious one. Swinger. Okay. Swinger. Noun. One who swings. <laughs> <laughs> So a swinger is uh, an individual or a couple who engages in consensual sex with people outside of their relationship. So that typically happens in a community setting at a party or at a specific space like a swingers club type of thing. But it doesn't have to. It can be like couple dates, that type of thing. Yeah, or or, or your own bedroom or a hotel room. Yeah. So yeah, it's um that's funny. I guess it's it's interesting. I feel like swinger is one of those words now that is kind of ubiquitous and everybody knows it and thinks they know somebody who is a swinger. Yeah. And there's a lot of nuances to, to swinging, of course, because, you know, every couple does it slightly differently. That's right. Like in France, it's like swinger. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the U.S. is swanger. <laughs> All right. So use it in a sentence. Um, you know, those Jeffersons down the street. Well, I hear they're swingers. That's right. I hear them moaning and groaning, chaperoning. Great. They must be swingers. Also, the other day, I saw them at the grocery store, and they had a pineapple upside down in the front of their basket. Must be swingers. And they wear black rings. Totally swingers. Totally yeah. swingers. Pineapple, black rings. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so swingy. Yeah. They're swingtastic. Mm-hmm. They went on a swingcation. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't have that one in here. <gasps> oh, swingcation. Oh. <clears throat> swingcation. Noun. A vacation meant for swinging. Come with us to escape to the traffic <laughs> on your next swingcation. That'll be a great one. 
Okay, so term number two. You did well with the first one. We're one down. Yes. Oh. Number two. E-N-M. Ethical non-monogamy. I thought that was a candy. <laughs> mm, I love peanut E-N-Ms. <laughs> those are the best. Ooh, the peanut butter E-N-Ms. Those are the, mm. mm-hmm. Sorry. So it's defined as an umbrella term for all types of relationships that are not monogamous and are consensually agreed upon by all parties involved. So E&M, like I said, it's an umbrella term, and I think it encompasses things like swinging, polyamory, open relationships. It's a bit more general than just swinging per se. Yeah. Look, um, this is going to be a slight tangent, but I said the word peanut butter, and it got me thinking. It's like, you know how that old thing where people are like, oh, she put peanut butter on her bits and let the dog lick it off, and like that was a thing? All I'm thinking is like, if you put peanut butter in your bits, I'll lick it off. So don't ask your dog to do it. Like, just oh. smear some peanut butter between your ass cheeks. And like, although we probably should do that in the dark because that would look kind of disgusting. And let's not do chunky peanut butter because that's just weird. <laughs> I will lick, I will lick it very clean. I might take you up on that offer. See, peanut butter. It's, it's like, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Squirt some chocolate Hershey syrup in there. Maybe I'm just hungry. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, oh, that so. went to a fun place. Uh, yeah, E and M, E and M, E and M is great. Ethical uh-huh. non-monogamy. Wait, is that your sentence using it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could do better than that. It wasn't. It wasn't. But maybe it is. <laughs> I could do that with everything. Swingers, swingers are great. <laughs> I, I like swingers. Um, swinger. E and M. E and M. E and M. E and M. Um, <laughs> see them swingers, them aren't swingers, yes, they are. See them big old wangs. Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, no, no, I don't think this counts. Okay, sorry, okay. Uh, ENM, so, um, my partner and I decided that we wanted to be ENM. Because saying ethically non-monogamous got a bit too mm. trying around the parents. And your parents probably have no idea what E&M stands for. Exactly. So like, oh, that sounds lovely. And your parents haven't listened to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> but they should. They should. There yeah. you go. Hi, I'm mom and dad. Yeah. Turn them on to it. It's fine. That's right. It's fine. All right. Next one. Okay. Polyamory. Polyamory. Okay. I've been thinking I should write a children's book about little polyamory. Right. She's like, I love everything. Like kids love everything. That'd be great. It's teach true. them about love yeah. and loving other people and loving themselves. Yeah. Polyamory. Exactly. So polyamory is engaging in multiple romantic, typically sexual relationships with the consent of everyone involved. So it tends to focus a bit more on relationships and a bit less on, on transactional sex. But that line between polyamory and swinging is often very blurred. Yeah. Sometimes that Venn diagram is a circle. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, and I think that's an important uh, sort of thing to to note is that there is plenty of ways to do them wrong, but there's no real way to do it just perfectly right. Your way can be the right way. Yeah. Your way is the right way for you. That's right. Yeah. All right. Use that one in a sentence. Oh my God. I told you I'm going to write a book about little polyamory. (laughs) Um, So yeah, um, I love... Many people, me, you, him, her, them, because I am, we are, I be polyamory. 
Sure. Okay. We'll go with that. I don't know. <laughs> I like <laughs> that works. That works. I still like my book story. Yeah. That's a, that's a better one. Go with that one. Okay. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> uh, lifestyle. Like I said, we mentioned this one at the very beginning. It's a term that we use so commonly and don't even think twice about it. But, you know, it also, I've also noticed, oh, what was I doing recently? And something referred to lifestyle, but it was very much outside of the swinger thing. Yeah. I forget if it was like a, it wasn't a work thing, but it was something like that where you're like, you're not referring to swinging. You're referring to a different kind of lifestyle. It's kind of funny because I'm sort of, I'm getting to that point where I don't like lifestyle used for swinging and, and E&M anymore, mainly because so many other things are using it. And maybe they've always used it. I just notice it now. It's kind of like when you buy a red car, suddenly you see a red car everywhere. But like, you know, there's that, oh, you know, I don't go to the gym. I, I, I've changed my lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, I'm now, you know, cardio, vegan, carnivore, whatever. <laughs> the the What's the caveman diet kind of thing? Paleo. I'm like, oh, it's my lifestyle. And I'm like, yeah. ugh. I, I feel like lifestyle has a bit of a wankerness to it that I don't like. Well, in defining it in the swinging world, it's it's used to define the swinging community. It's how people typically within the swinging community define or refer to the practice of non-monogamy. So it's more than just a one-off kind of swinging event. It is your lifestyle. Like it is something that you engage in ongoing and regularly. You may not do it like every day, every week, but with some regularity. Yeah. I don't know. I just see it as being overused now by other other folk. Yeah. Maybe all folk. And that's probably why it kind of caught me off guard when I heard it recently in in some other context that I was just like, oh, wait, this is not the lifestyle that I was expecting you to be talking about. That's right. It's funny. My sentence is, grandma did not mean what I thought she meant when she said that she really enjoyed the lifestyle. Oh, maybe she did. (laughs) Maybe she did. Yeah. She was putting her teeth back in, so. Mm -hmm. It's possible. It's possible. All right, what about a meet and greet? Do you want me to define this one first? Sure, go ahead. Okay. It is, so meet and greets are events. They're often in public spaces like bars, pubs, restaurants, where swingers can meet other swingers and other people within the lifestyle, quote unquote, in a no pressure environment. So it's usually kind of the first step to meeting people often before going to a swingers club. There will be meet and greets. Sometimes it's, it's paired with a swingers club visit, sometimes not necessarily. But it is a chance to kind of talk to people and and sometimes you'll see meet and mingle also a uh, time to kind of meet people and just start talking and make connections without having the pressure of being in a place space. Yeah. And sometimes you'll see the word munch. I think yeah. munch is a very similar kind of get together kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, not to be confused with greet and meet, which is typically what happens on Grinder. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just, mm-hmm. you know, important to separate those two things. That's so. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Either way. I mean. I'm happy with either. All right. There you go. <laughs> but if you go into expecting one and you get the other, you could be very confused. Well, it makes for awkward handshakes. Fair enough. It does. That's well, true. But, but also really good hand jobs. So it's really bizarre. Uh, anyway. So yes, meet and greets. And our sentence? Um, meet and greets. Not to be confused with greet and meets. <laughs> All righty. Meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um. We went to a meet and greet where we met and groat. I don't think groat is the past tense of greet. I don't think groat is I feel is like the it should word. be. No. I, I am groat. <laughs> well, then, uh, but then past tense of mingled would be what? Mongol? Mangled. Mangled? <laughs> meet and mangled? That's great. I went to a mingle. Well, we got mangled. 
<laughs> Good on you. Well, he might have up in one of the private rooms. Uh, you never know. At the club afterwards. Great. Mangled is not necessarily a bad word. Mm. Is that like what happens in a puppy pile when everybody's just kind of like limbs everywhere? And <laughs> Can somebody please get off my left arm? It's starting to go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Uh, newbies. We say this one a lot, like newbie night. Yes. Not to be confused with old bees, which um, typically won't sting you. Right. Yeah. Newbies will. Actually, newbies won't are the ones that are less likely to sting you. That's true. That's true. So newbies are people who are new to the swinging lifestyle. Um, so individuals or couples. So they're usually like first time or fairly new to going to a club or an event um, or even like getting online and doing the dating thing. So they are not experienced in kind of the whole swinging lifestyle thing. Yeah. Like, it's funny. We haven't really had interactions with newbies in a long time. Yeah, not really. It's been years, pre-COVID probably. Yeah, we haven't gone to a newbie night at the club in a while. I keep wanting to. And every time I keep getting shut down because it's cold and it's winter and <laughs> don't Correct. go out. Um, <laughs> I don't shut you down. It's the weather. Uh, the weather's like, no. Right. But we'll get back to a newbie night at some point because I do enjoy it. I like meeting people as they're just starting the journey. And, and it's not just like, some of it's the talking to them and interacting and seeing what questions they have. And like, you know, kind of everybody's perspective is a little bit different, but it's also just that, just the freshness and it's seeing it through someone else's eyes kind of thing. And I like that. It's fun. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, newbies. We went to our favorite swingers club, the hive, where we saw all of the newbies. Excellent. Well done. Thanks. Most yep. of them were larvae. Uh-huh. Just hatched. Uh-huh. So cute. <laughs> Crawling over one another. Uh-huh. Sucking up all the honey. Oh, not, not far off from the next term. Oh. Vanilla. Oh, honey pot. <laughs> vanilla. Mm, I like vanillas. So vanilla is typically used within the swinging community to refer to those who are not part of the swinging community. So people who follow more... Traditional. I'm going to say traditional relationship norms. So people who aren't necessarily involved in swinging or even BDSM, you'll hear sometimes in the BDSM community uh, as well, you'll hear vanilla. So vanilla, is, yeah, it's just a bit more traditional in those outside of the community. I think, too, there is a problem with the swinging community in that the word vanilla often has a negative connotation as if someone who is yeah. not mature enough or emotionally connected enough or woke enough or woke enough to be part of the uh, of the quote lifestyle and i think that's like uh, the last thing i want is for everybody to be swingers because then it i don't know it's like i would like everybody to be not weirded out by sex but not everybody needs to be a swinger yeah and i do think it's misguided to to think that that's a negative term because it it shouldn't be interpreted as that because not everybody wants to have an open relationship and not everybody wants to participate in swinging yeah. and that's okay. I mean, it's completely fine for people to, to be quote unquote vanilla. That's not a bad thing. And there's that negative sort of about vanilla sex, like vanilla sex is boring. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, Jeff, if you have to have your clown nose on in full makeup in order to, you know, in order to mount Carol, but like, you know, that's yeah, clown yeah. sex though is hot. I just want to, yeah. Yeah, and go watch some clown sex after this. Glorophilia, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. that sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 See, there you go. <laughs> um, yes, I think that v there's nothing wrong with vanilla sex. It's got a place, just like everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Don't judge vanillas, people. 
I mean, some people like vanilla. I like vanilla ice cream. I do too. I love vanilla ice cream. It's probably yeah. my favorite ice cream right now. I don't want that rich chocolate crap. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, no, vanilla is good. Um, but it is, it, you do sometimes hear it with a bit of, I'm going to say disdain. Yeah. But it shouldn't be. No. It shouldn't be. No. It is a good descriptor though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next word. Play. Typically something with three to five acts. <laughs> um, often there's an audience and at the end you get a standing ovation. <laughs> well, you might in some cases. Some people throw roses. It's true. It's true. Um, if you're the gentleman, you get a standing ovation. <laughs> Honestly, see, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Multiple times. Uh-huh. So play is often used to to talk about sex. So it's sexual activity, um, usually at a, a swingers event, party, et cetera. It doesn't have to be. Like if we're going on a date with somebody and just like, hey, do you want to come back to our place and play? That typically is, you know, do you want to come back and, and have sex in fornicate? fashion? Do you want to fornicate? Because I think that was like, that was the problem. Most people were saying fornicate. And people were like, mm, I don't like that word. Yeah. Can we come up with a, can we come up with a new word? It's like, um, consummate our physical attraction to one another. But also play has that childlike wonder to it in that it's not just like we're going to come back and have sex in a robotic fashion, right? We're going to come back and we're actually going to enjoy each other's company and exploring and seeing where things go and what happens. So it, it kind of, and it's, I don't know, to me, it kind of defines a much a longer time period and kind of just something a little bit more nebulous than three just, to five acts. You know, I told you. Well, yeah, yeah. Three to five acts: kissing, yeah. cuddling, oral penetration, aftercare. That's five acts of play. Also, you don't have to do all of those. No, you can do them in d- different orders as well. You can orgasm first. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, you can orgasm not at all, in the, or you know, whenever. Mm. Also, Angela over here, you know, shaming robot sex. I'm not shaming oh, robot. Oh, sex. oh. oh. <laughs> Need more oil for lube. The dog is looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Need more lubrication. I'm not shaming it. I'm just like My shiny metal ass. Uh-huh. Thank you, Bender. <laughs> yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Gonna bend, bend her over? Yeah. Oh, there you go. See? Huh? Zero, one, one, zero, zero, one, zero, one, zero, zero, <laughs> one, one. So hot. Sentence. Oh. I forgot the word. <laughs> Play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, I really like that the four of us seem to be getting along really well at drinks. Do you want to come back to ours and maybe play Fortnite? <laughs> now, <laughs> let's just stop at play. Mario Kart, <laughs> Jackbox. I mean, that one maybe. <laughs> so moving on from there, we're going to go to soft swap. I'm surprised you didn't be like, no, I want to go back and play Angela's box. Oh, that works too. Do I need to put an X on it? Is that what I need to do? Well, as soon as you get Wi-Fi, more, more people will be able to tap in. Uh-huh. Well, we have toys that you can app control. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's dangerous though. Is it though? Oh. Dangerous. Yeah. All right. Soft swap. So this is when couples exchange partners, I'm going to say during like sexual activities, but it's non-penetrative. So a lot of people, if they're starting out in the lifestyle, hell, even a lot of people long-term in the lifestyle, they tend to, you know, go with soft swap first and some never really get to the next term, full swap. So we might combine these kind of definitions into two. So full swap is typically when it involves penetrative sex. 
So soft swap is more like, you know, kissing and making out with the other partners, but not necessarily full penetrative sex. And then full swap is typically referred to as penetrative sex. And depending on who you're talking to, it can either can or cannot include oral. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah. There's a bit of gray zones. In yeah, a lot lots of, of gray zones. Most of these definitions have gray zones. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, I was like, oh, I need to take some Cialis or Viagra. That way we don't end up with a soft swap. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, do I need a sentence now? Uh, you didn't or do full still swap. Talking about? You still didn't do full swap. Oh, I still didn't do soft swap, really. I don't know. Um, yes. Um, well, you see, little Timmy, sometimes all you want to do is cuddle with somebody else's partner. And what you end up doing is soft swapping. And... Uh, Sometimes what you want to do is get railed, in which case you might full swap. <laughs> That's there now go. go home and drink a glass of milk. Wow. I don't know. Wow. That's why I don't have children. I'm terrible with children. Yeah. I would not, I would not start with that with a child. <laughs> would it, oh, at what point, Angela, would you discuss that with a child? And who knows how old the child is? I'm a child. I'm someone's child. It's true. Yeah. Very so true. Maybe, maybe little Timmy might be 30. In our case. It's very possible. Or maybe little Timmy is just a, a short feller. Could be. Very well. Okay, sure. We'll give you that. I mean, it's a very Australian thing to give them very descriptive names. That is true. Little yes. Timo. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, uh, same room. So this is typically used when, when couples do swap partners, but stay in the same room. Um, so that could be for, you know, comfort, safety. Um, arousal, you know, liking to watch your partner with someone else. I would say most of the time people tend to play in the same rooms when they're in situations like this. Occasionally we've encountered couples where they want to go to different rooms. I find that weird. Myself. We haven't done that in a long time. No, I don't, I don't like it. I was going to say, I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I always figure it's like a, it ends up being sort of like a golf game, right? Like you don't want to be the first done because then you're like, oh, you're still, you're, you're still chatting, or you're still making out, and you're like, yeah. oh, we've, we've been done for a while, and we want to go to KFC. Um, <laughs> but when you're in all in the same room, it does tend to like the the play flow mm -hmm. happens at the same speed, and so if you've got people who are at different play speeds, it can be more difficult. Yeah, but we have done it. It's been a long time ago. Yeah. It feels like. Um, and I don't, I don't hate it. It's mm. not something I would go for, but if somebody really wants to do it, I'm like, all right. Yeah. I tend to like same room though. Yeah. Okay. Hall pass. Um, so pass, yes, this is, um, we've talked about this before, like when traveling yeah. is that, uh, one person in the relationship will, is allowed to have sex with other people without their partner being present. So like I said, that happens a lot. If, if somebody's traveling to be like, okay, you can go play with somebody else. Yeah. You can have sex with someone else. While you're gone or while you're gone, I can. Good luck, buddy. Kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I find the the people I've spoken to with the whole hall pass sort of uh, experience, they don't want to talk about it after afterwards. Hmm. It's a it is it becomes a don't ask, don't tell. Okay. But I'm a, I mean, I'm sure that there are people with different rules. All the rules are different. Many of them are overlapping or exchangeable. I also tend to see that a bit more in monogamous relationships. Than necessarily ethically non-monogamous. More monogamous yeah. relationships. Because, yeah. I mean, it would still be ethically non-monogamous. 
Unless it's cheating. But they don't. That's not a hall pass. Yeah, that's a, but. That's a skipping school, skipping class. I guess what I mean is that they, they don't typically have open relationships at home. It's typically only right. if one person's yes. traveling. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Trying to sense. explain. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it can be, but it, it can also be couples who play together only and one of them is traveling and they say, okay, you can play, you know, we can play separately while you're gone. Yeah. Whereas when we're both home together, we don't play separately. So it could also be that situation. That makes sense. Yeah. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Love seeing all of our Discord friends and family. Uh, posting their pictures of their games, of Curious Humans games. Uh, we've seen a bunch of them pop up in the recent past. I think that uh, a lot of orders have gone out, so it's nice to see them. Can't wait to hear how people enjoy playing them with their friends and families and loved ones. Curious Humans games, it's a lot of fun. It's a great party game. If you like Cards Against Humanity, you're definitely going to love this game. Go to CuriousHumansGame.com and use checkout code by the by b y t h e b i for your copy at 10% off adamandeve.com has all your sex toys that you could possibly want and more and what's more what's more what's more you'll get 50% off one of your items when you use checkout code by the by b y t h e b i not only that you will get six videos on demand some extra things thrown in your box and maybe most importantly at this time free shipping. So not only 50% off one of your items, you'll also get it shipped to yourself for free or to your partner. Surprise somebody. It's great. Go to adamandeve.com and use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. All right. Now we're going to get into some terms more about how people define themselves and others, Okay, such as unicorn. Unicorn. So unicorn is a single. I'm going to say most people expect her to be bisexual, but doesn't have to be. Boo to well, most people. Yep. A single woman who's willing to join an existing couple. So usually for a threesome type of thing. Um, they're called unicorns because they're considered to be rare. Actually, they're not really that they're rare. Not. But you know, right. it's okay. But yeah, so it's unicorns are as rare as unicorns in in modern t- society. Yeah, anymore. yeah. You see them ever in media. It's true, but yeah, it's a, so it's a single female within the lifestyle. Yes, um, it's if you're on and if you're on any of Facebook's uh, countless poly uh, or swinging Facebook groups, you will know that unicorn hunting is so bad and so wrong, and yet it's rarely the the single women who are talking about it. Mm. I think it's very interesting, but look, we've got plenty of single females that actually don't mind being, you know, a third. They don't want to be used. They don't want to be objectified, yeah. but 
they don't mind being a, a third party in a in a group play situation. Yeah, I think it's just you know be nice and treat them as humans. That's the important thing. Be respectful. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, and then the uh, inverse to that is a manticore or a manicorn. Um, so same thing as unicorn, but a single male. That's right. Do you need to use those in a sentence? I mean, no. <laughs> right. No sentence for you. No sentence. Unicorns are awesome. Oh my god. There that's a sentence. It, it is it is a sentence. It is. You're correct. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. So we'll just move on from that then. Um next one is cuckold. So a cuckold is when um a man gets pleasure from watching his partner have sex with others. This often uh includes humiliation. And so like it's usually the the male partner who's the one who's being humiliated while his female partner has sex with another guy. But it can be I've seen uh, guys on Grinder do cuckolding stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's non-gendered. It's, it's not gendered. Uh, that's the traditional definition, but yeah, like everything it, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting like um you know, oftentimes it'd be like I've had friends who find out about um, our dynamics with, say, the gentleman. Like, oh, is is he? Uh, you know, is, is it a cuckolding thing? I was like, no, no, it's more of a sleep holding thing. Like, he has sex with Angela, and I, I take naps. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm in the same room. Often I'm wearing a Superman cape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and and that's also one that I think if you watch like cuckolding porn and whatnot, sometimes it can go quite extreme, but it doesn't necessarily have to as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I uh, I like the idea of cuckolding. I don't mind it at all. I mean, I don't don't care about the humiliation thing, um, but yeah, I think it's mm. like it's just fun to watch people have sex with you. Yeah, <laughs> I like people to have sex with me. See, you know. there you go. It's yeah. a win win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in that scenario, the bull is the man who engages in sex with the. I'm going to say recipient because I was going to say like. Female, but I mean, now if we're talking about grinder, it doesn't have to be with the hole. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, it, and it's interesting. I, I don't like that term bull because again, that that takes the humanization out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Everybody has a name, but like, yeah, the cuck is the is yeah. the is the fella that is married to the other person, the recipient. Um, but yeah, still, it's just like fine. It's a bull. Mm-hmm. Because they just ram their way in there? Is that Yeah, it? maybe a stallion. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Italian stallion. Mm-hmm. Mamma mia. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Manja, manja. <laughs> and then uh, along the sim- a similar kind of line is we have stag and vixen. So that's uh, similar to cuckolding, um, except that in this case, the stag is, I'm going to say, quote, unquote, happy for the vixen, the, the partner, to be with other men. So it's not, you don't have the humiliation oh, involved. Yeah. Which is more what we do. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Is it still a bull? So the. Uh, Stag, and bull. Because maybe. I feel like we might be changing uh, 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 species. Maybe. Yeah. I would say that's more our dynamic because the stag will typically take pride in or get turned on by the female partner having sex with someone else. Yeah. So that's more of what we do, I think. Because yeah. we don't really do humiliation stuff very often. No. Nah. So. No, the only time we do humiliation is when we play Fortnite. <laughs> um, so like cuckold, like you know, I was excited that my wife wanted to try cuckolding because I thought it was a type of wrestling. Oh god, 
It is not. Well, that's how you do it. She, until I saw our neighbor Jim put her in a cuckold. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Thanks. Yeah, so cuckold and stag vixen, I think, are very similar. It's just a matter of, yeah. is it the humiliation or is is it getting pleasure out of watching the partner? You know? Um, and then we have hot wifing. So that's where the wife will have sex with other men, often with the husband's knowledge and encouragement. And you can do it. You can oh, do God. it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you should I be quiet now? Okay. Quieter. Okay. You can do it. And so hot wifing, uh, sometimes, you know, the husband will be there, sometimes not as well. Uh, so wifey, wifey, yeah. she's the man. She can't suck him. No one can. Oh, <laughs> wifey. Well, you should, you're a good cheerleader over I'm there. a great cheerleader. Oh, we're going to give you like pom-poms. Oh my God. A little skirt. Oh my God. Yes. Sorry. I, I, I like this. This is a good idea. <laughs> she's so sexy. She's got class. Watch him take it up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Please make me laugh. <laughs> um, okay. And then we have threesome. I mean, I mean, I think that one defines itself. I really think that everybody knows what a threesome is. Yeah, I think that defines itself. So it's it's a sexual encounter with three people. You Wait, have, what? You also have foursomes and moresomes. Fivesomes and sixsomes and septums. Oh, is a septum? Oh my god! Is a septum a, a sex with seven people? No, that can't be right. Then there's I mean, oxum. <laughs> Which is kind of like a cuckolding stag viscous thing, but with oxes. So basically you have to have a plow. Oh my God, someone's getting Actually, plowed. <laughs> it might work. Want to have an oxum? Yeah, plow me. Let's play farmer. Plow me, like, till the cows come up. <laughs> Frau Blucher. <laughs> I, think, I think this can work. I need a horse, Winnie. There's like three people out there who are getting my jokes, and I love you three. You're wonderful humans. <laughs> All right, and so uh, kind of moving on from threesome, but very much the same, we have MFM, FMF, all the different little combinations of Fs and Ms. And so it's male, female, male, or female, male, female. Um, Typically, if you're, I'm going to say maybe not typically, but traditionally, if people are talking about like an MFM, they mean where both of the men play with the female, not necessarily each other. As a, and then like the FMF is, again, same thing where the two females play with the male more than each other. But I think those lines get very blurred and that's when you kind of get into just, just, it's just a fucking threesome. I also don't like it because of the gender binary. Yeah. Um, gender is not a binary and it kind of bugs me when, when yeah. it kind of goes that way. So. But you will see it sometimes on dating you, profiles. You'll see things. that. You'll see it almost all the times on yeah. dating profiles, pictures or profiles. Um, and I would encourage people to move away from that because of the natural yeah. Gender, yeah. genderiness of it. All right. Voyeur. So voyeur is someone who's a French to go. Yeah, that's right. To go. Uh-huh. Yes. Are you sure about that? Pretty go. Yes. Yes. Certain. Mostly. I mean, maybe if you're going to go. You know, that is one of the hardest words to spell. To go? No. Yes, to go is go. <laughs> G-H-O. No, voyeur is a hard word to spell. Uh, no, I don't think it's as hard as swaro, like a swaro cactus. 
I think Voyeur is harder to spell than Suarez. I think so. Yes, I do. All right, Discord land, let us know which one is harder for you to spell. Try to spell them both and let us know which one you are closest to getting Did correct. you get either of them correct? Did you get neither of them correct? Mm-hmm. Every time, because voyeur porn is one of my favorite go-tos for porn. Uh. And every time I spell it, it's spelled wrong. So it's th- underlined in red. Oh, that's funny. Fortunately, Google doesn't Maybe judge me. just you spelling it wrong. I, well, I don't think I'm the only one that spells it wrong. How do you spell it? I well, I'm not going to tell people now because of Discord. Okay, okay, fine. Um, so voyeur is somebody who watches others engage in sexual activity. So it could be French to go because it's to go watch other people have sex. (laughs) I mean, that sounds more German. It's like the Germans just like to cram words together and make new words. It's great. Um, you mean like exhibitionists do? That's right. Cram cram words together. And (laughs) I don't know. An exhibitionist is, is kind of the flip side. And it's someone who enjoys watching who enjoys being watched while engaging in sexual activity. Yes. So you have the voyeur that likes to watch and the exhibitionist who likes to show off and they make a great combo. It's really nice. Yeah. I think that we should come up with a swinger hotel uh-huh. idea where there's windows, but the windows are into other rooms. Mm. So you can close your curtains and not see into the other rooms. But if you open your curtain and the other people open their curtain, it's sort of like a, like, look at me and watch me. But what if you get both are exhibitionists and then nobody's watching? Well, but then, then maybe you assume the other person's watching because you're not really paying attention. Yeah. See? Okay. I'm sure they're watching. They're probably watching. They're looking over here every once in a while. Yeah, probably. I do like that. I do like that idea. Gonna be rich. Well, it's funny because we were in a play situation recently where um, the headboard was slightly reflective, but it wasn't like mirrored. And I actually found that to be quite a turn on because... I could see not just what I was doing with the person I was playing with, but what you were doing as well. And it was, it, but it still had a bit of, I'm going to say mystery to it because it was just reflective. It wasn't like a full mirror. And I actually kind of like that because you could get an idea, but it, there was still a lot in your imagination that you had to fill in. Yeah. And I was doing mostly card tricks. And so I didn't like it because I, I need a full mirror in order to see mm-hmm. how the double lifts and whatnot are going. But I mean, you were double lifting, but not cards. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait. We need a sentence with a four-year and exhibition. Oh, oh yes. Um, so I found out the really awkward way that in France, voyeur does not mean to go. When I got into the cab and I said, voyeur, your mom's house. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, some people frown on those who go to museums because of all the exhibitionists. <laughs> like that, is, that does not mean that you enjoy looking at things at museums. I mean, honestly, I love the dinosaurs. Well, Each one. I love them all. And the, and the art is great. And the, the old things that were dug up and stolen by British people and then white people go and stare at. I am a fan of all this stuff. I am an exhibitionist. Mm, but you're probably not going to have sex at the museums while you're looking at these things. Don't judge me. I've been to the sex museum in Amsterdam <laughs> twice. Fair enough. And the one in the U.S. Yeah, twice. Fair enough. So they don't allow me in there anymore, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So this one is probably a little bit less common. Dogging. Ooh, that's a British thing. Yeah. It originated in the U.K. So it is um, watching people have sex in public 
typically in cars or secluded outdoor areas, car parks, that type of thing. Parks. It happens a bit around here. A bit, yeah. Sydney Park. Go there. You'll watch Game In. Don't. Also, some of the beaches. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I just Googled because I was like, why is it called dogging? Um, dogging has always meant watching or following. And some people suggest it's also used to having sex outside is similar. It's used as having sex outside, um, similar to how dogs might have sex. Uh, another theory is that taking the dog for a walk was a suitable cover for participants. Oh, fair. That's awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine the poor dog going, Jesus Christ, man, I just need a pee. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't need to watch you do this. Like, if you're going to do that, hike your leg more. <laughs> giving him pointers. Yeah, he's here, right. Here. Wait, well, hold. Let me show you. You're let never going to nod her that way. Yeah. Oh, wait. We need a sentence for dogging. When I tried to register the name of my all-new pet food, healthy pet food company, I was dismayed to find out that uh, that raw dogging was not an appropriate name for a pet meat supply company. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Oh my God. Oh, I really wish I could laugh at some of these things, but I just can't. I just don't want to see somebody try to register a business name and call it Raw Doggin. Oh, God. Uh, what if it was a hot dog manufacturing company? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Okay. You call it Sausage Dogging. Well, they might need to rethink their names. Okay, so the next one is. A bit of a broad category. Okay. BDSM. Yes. Business Development and Sales Manager. Correct. Yes. yes. Broad term. It's very broad. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's bondage discipline or dominance, submission, sadism, masochism. So need to redefine my business card. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, embrace it. It's fine. So this is a, a very broad term. For like sexual role play, also a lifestyle choice, you'll see BDSM referred to as a lifestyle as well. It can use impact play, physical restraint. Usually there's some kind of sensory portion to it. There's a power dynamic as part of it. Um, It's a very broad category that encompasses a lot of different things. And we've talked a lot about it in the past. We'll talk about more in the future. But BDSM... And kink, I would say kink is also kind of falls into that category as well, or, you know, alongside of, and that is sometimes seen in that Venn diagram with swinging, but not necessarily, doesn't have to. Yes. It's an interesting Venn diagram as we live somewhere right in the center. BDSM is also a great way to um, turn your LinkedIn account into like a dating Lots of interest, lots of hits, which if you're into BDSM, you will like more hits. Yeah. So maybe it is a thing. Maybe. There you go. Mm-hmm. You probably call them smacks though. Wax. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you'll, you'll often see BDSM. A lot of swingers clubs might have kind of a, a play space for, for BDSM. So maybe a cross or spanking bent or something like that. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, you can get rope play and, and whatnot involved. It's a it's a wide gaping category. <laughs> it, yes it is. <laughs> why'd you have to take it why'd you have to make it nasty, Angela? 
Because you use the word gaping. Yeah. How often do you use gaping that it's not a nasty word? I think that engineers use gaping quite a lot. Uh-huh. Look at the gaping hole in the side of our airplane. Do you think it's going to go off? Do you think, Jim, is it going to is it going to take off? What about that gaping gash for all you Australians out there? <laughs> my gash is gaping. Oh, laws, my gash is gaping. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is inappropriate. Yes. So yes, funny story. I was talking to my HR person last week. And we were talking about uh, times that our language barrier, because she's now working a lot in the U.S. And not that it's a barrier, language barrier, but times that our vernacular has made situations a bit uncomfortable. And I was telling her about this one word that in Australia means something very naughty and in the U.S. is not at all. It's a a wound. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, gash. And she goes, oh, Christ, you can't say that. I'm HR. I went, <laughs> literally, it means a cut or a, or a wound. I was like, what would you call a really deep cut? And she goes, a gash. I went, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, but it's usually used to mean vagina. Yeah. More often. Or yeah. vulva more often. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But yeah. I just thought that was funny. She was offended. Yeah. yeah we learned that one uh, soon after moving down here. It was, it was so innocuous as it well. It was. It was. Look yeah. at the giant gash in the middle of those trees although i probably it would have been funnier if i'd said giant gash in the bush <laughs> yes the that bush look at that giant gash in the middle of the bush man <laughs> <laughs> can anybody believe the gashiness i don't think that's a word uh, i think i just said it that makes it a word all right well there we go you just <laughs> made up a new word i created a new word angela if shakespeare could do it i could do it okay we're gonna add that to the dictionary we should gashiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna have to remember how to spell it, <laughs> which we know is not your forte. Fuck off, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last one I have is a very important one, and I think it's probably one of the most important words in the swinging lifestyle. Protection. Consent. Oh, I mean, protection is also important, <laughs> but I think consent is arguably more important. Fair enough. Because it can encompass the use of protection. It can, and that is accurate. Yes. And, you know, it can. Yeah. Uh, so yes. consent is uh, informed agreement to participate in, I'm going to say, whatever it may be. It can be a sexual act. Um, it can be leading up to, it can be any any part of the engagement in the play and what's happening uh, within swinging, within BDSM, consent is very, very important and should be a part of all discussions and all play situations um, or all situations, period. And how do we remember the rules of consent, Bradford? Fries. We eat fries. We get a large fries, which stands for F, because I can spell. It's freely given. R, because I'm a pirate. It's reversible. I, at any point. Oh, yes. At any point. In the beginning, in the middle, or in the end. At any point. I, it's informed because I know what I'm getting into. E, it's enthusiastic like I am right now. It's not a meh. It's a yeah. And S, it's specific, which is hard for Daffy Duck to say, but it's because Daffy knows exactly what he's getting himself into. Yes, that's correct. So, I'm not going to make fun of consent. I'm not going to make a joke about it. But I am going to say some people will make you sign, date, and initial every page. Wow. Yeah, consent's serious, man. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. 
I mean, it can also be a very quick conversation at the beginning of something. It doesn't have to be like a large sit down conversation. That's correct. It doesn't have to be 17 pages. But it should but be. But it can be a, hey, is this okay? Yeah. But you should also be respectful of other people's limits. And there should always be consent in any kind of situation. That's right. So, yep. And both parties get to a consent. Absolutely. Which is nice. Absolutely. It's not a one party consent. Yeah. I consented to something that you didn't. Wait, then I did. Would, wait, what? No, that's not how it goes. Awesome. So that's all of the major terms to start with. Are there words that you don't know what mean? They don't have to necessarily be swinging BDSM, E&M, sexy words. We are now doing a service where we define every words. So if you have a word that you're like, I don't know what this means, message us and we'll define it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) All right, we're going to do this. Send us your words. Please make them words that I don't know what they are because I like defining things. I don't know what they are. It's more fun. It's more exciting. Yes, uh, you can send us all of your words and more on any of our socials. We are at By the By Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and I'm not going to fucking call it X because that is so stupid. I'm this far. Seriously, people, I am this far. My fingers are like really close to each other to just deleting that whole fucking account X, really? That is not a social media thing. That is something I want to forget, my X. Anyway, or you can email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Message us on our website, www.bythebye.com.au, or you can join us on Discord. Support us at any level on patreon.com slash bythebypodcast, and you'll instantly be warped magically into our Discord chat, provided you've already linked the accounts and, you know, have Discord. So... It's important. Uh, any other final words, Angela? No. We'll see no. you next week. Thanks see you next week. In. Hopefully Angela will have a full voice Yeah, and about 20% less mucus. God, that would be lovely. <laughs> and a lot less coughing. <laughs> like 15%. You have no idea how much coughing is getting cut out of this thing. Oh, my God. And you'd have no idea how much coughing she does in the middle of the night. It's been better, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah. But getting there. Still. Getting there. Yeah. See you next week. See ya. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 